What's up, everyone? Off to a great start. Um, this is a Two Cents podcast. My name's Jillian, and I'm not going to be singing the theme song. That is Liam's uh, Neck in the Woods, so I'm really sorry if you only came here for that, but um, it's not going to happen. Um, I'm recording on a new mic today, so that's exciting. My friend Jeremy gave it to me, so thanks, Jeremy. Everyone, send my friend at Parkin on Instagram a nice message saying thanks for giving Jill this microphone. Yeah, anyway, I feel like I wanted to uh talk about something on here, but then uh now I'm kind of in a bad mood, so I don't really feel like talking about my day and I don't know. I'll guess I'll just talk about like isolation and quarantine. I have one isolation themed question but whatever, I'm in isolation, so is everyone, and it's fine. Um, I hated it at first, and then I got comfortable in a routine where I wake up early in the morning, and I try my best to be productive throughout the day, and go on runs and walks and stuff, and you know what, since I've been doing that, I feel, I feel great. I also have decided that during my time in quarantine, I'm going to get a six-pack, so... I'm going to make, I'm going to ask you guys to be accountable. Okay, wait, that's actually not what I meant to say. What I meant to say is I'm going to ask you guys to keep me accountable for that uh, statement. So when all this is over, you guys, if you see me on the street, or you can come to my house, 905 Bathurst Street. Um, Actually, I'm not going to say that because I got, I don't even know if I talked about this, but... Uh, someone broke into our house a few, like, last month and stole one. Sorry, I sniffled there. That was so gross. I think I'm getting sick, but not coronavirus. <laughs> anyway, someone broke into our house um, in the middle of the night. They stole one thing, which was a laptop. And then the next day, my roommate could not find our laptop. And we obviously aren't thinking, oh, someone broke into our house and stole one thing. So we tore the whole house apart and gaslit ourselves into thinking we were all stupid. And then we opened up Find My Laptop, and it was in Etobicoke, like 30 minutes away at a pawn shop. And uh, unfortunately, we cannot get it back. And we changed our locks, and that's the story. So please don't come to my house and steal my things. Um, I'm very easy to manipulate, and if you take one or two things from me, I'm going to think I'm just stupid and lost it. Anyway, yeah, so, okay, but back to what I was saying, you guys can come to my house, come to my work, whatever, punch me in the gut, if it's not rock solid by the end of this, then I don't know, I'll give you, I'll give you all of the money I have in my savings right now, which I don't want to brag, but before this happened, I did not have savings, okay, I had $300 in savings, which, um, I don't know what I was saving up for, like, mm, a one-way ticket to Montreal, I guess, is, uh, that was the, the end goal, but now, um, I have, like, I don't know, 20 times that, maybe? I don't know, what's the math on that? I'm actually gonna grab my phone, because I want to see how, how off that is. Yeah, I have about, um, not 20 times that, but about 15 times that. I keep tossing my phone away from me, like, I, like, I don't need it, but I know very well that I do. So yeah, honestly, um, I was talking to someone who I've been 
sending some scripts to recently um, uh, for something that I'm not... It's a secret. You guys can't know yet, okay? Uh, but I was talking to him, like, a couple of months ago, and I said as a joke that uh, I'm doing better in isolation than I ever have in my whole life, but I, I feel like that's true. Um, I think I finished a huge project that I've been working on since August, which is almost a full year, okay? Long time to be working on one thing. I've finished that. I feel ready to move on from it, which is a cool feeling. I have a savings account. That isn't a joke. And I'm going to have a six-pack and probably a tight ass. <laughs> I might edit that out if I remember that I said that. <laughs> I, I hope I don't. Yeah, I'm thriving in isolation. I wish this would happen all the time. I'm just kidding, but kind of, you know? Anyway, I'm sorry if anyone is really struggling during this. I'm being very insensitive. My heart goes out to you. I hope everyone is staying healthy, happy, and safe. Also, if you are just vegging out on the couch all day, my hat goes off to you. Whatever helps you feel your best during this time, I think that's what you should be doing. For me... It's getting my little butt out of bed in the morning and and uh, and sprinting until I want to throw up. So, everyone, we can all do what we want to do, okay? I think what would be most appropriate right now would be some questions. Okay, here's our first question. It's from Matthew, who's our most loyal listener. Okay, love you, Matthew. He said this. I have a couple of questions. Probably could have left that part out, but I didn't. Uh, number one, Liam, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Okay, well, I did post on the Instagram story that Liam wasn't going to be here. Um, so I don't know why you would ask that and why you would leave me out of it. I guess I'm just, I don't know, a raccoon in your trash bin, Matthew. Thank you so much. Um, and then here's the question for me, the real question. How has quarantine changed your relationships? Have you gotten in contact with anyone you previously lost contact with? Are you closer or more distant with anyone because of quarantine? Let me tell you something about this question. I love it because I've been thinking about this so much, okay? I can't speak for Liam. I know that <laughs> Liam went into quarantine, I believe, or isolation, uh, to me, they're interchangeable. Some people, like, on Twitter are very, like, you're not in quarantine, you're in isolation. I don't care. It's all the same to me, all right? Whatever. Um, so don't come barking up my tree just because I say quarantine, okay? Um, also, if you hear this sound, that's me hitting my desk, which I'm not supposed to do because this is a sensitive microphone. Um, but if I hit it, it is not my fault. Anyway, moving on. Um, I do believe Liam went into isolation in a relationship he's not anymore. <laughs> Probably not my business to be talking about that, but that's that's the tea, sis, with Liam. Uh, for me, yes, I am still I'm still dating my boyfriend, and I think this is just one relationship that I'm going to talk about. Uh, my boyfriend Trevor, who has been on the podcast before, he and I moved in together. We were planning to anyway because it's just that point in our relationship and we're perfect together, but uh, we moved in pretty much right when the isolation happened. I thought that this was going to last like two weeks because I'm naive, 
and I usually work like seven, six or seven days a week for like 10 hours a day because um, I used to be very poor and my rent was crazy expensive. I just wanted out of that apartment. I hated it. <laughs> um, and I was really stressed out about having to take time off work because to afford the apartment I was living in, if I, if I took like two days off in a month, I wouldn't be able to afford it. So I was really uh, scraping the barrel financially for a while. Um, so I was very, very eager to get out. And then uh, I think like the second day we moved in, um, we repainted his room because it was a disgusting yellow color that I don't even want to talk about because it's going to give me a headache. Just think, just picturing that color in my head will give me a headache. It was so bright that I could see the color yellow in the dark. Everyone says I'm being dramatic when I say that, but I'm not. It was so bright and so obnoxious. Um, sorry, that was mean. He, like, loves it and misses it all the time, and I made him change it because I'm a witch. But um, our relationship has changed for the better, for sure. When you move in with someone, your relationship changes. If you're not good together, it <laughs> for sure changes for the worse. I have had that experience. I did, as I've mentioned before. Moving with my boyfriend when I was 18. Um, oh, well, he was my boyfriend at the time, and that's um, he is an at-the-time boyfriend because I decided, let's move across the country and live together, even though I just went to prom three months ago, you know? But I didn't go to prom three months ago, so I felt like it was appropriate for Trevor and I to move in together, and things have been great, obviously, it can be a little congested at times, especially because we're both hard workers and we both want to take advantage of our time inside. So when he wants to work on something and I want to work on something, it can be a little like, oh my god, get like get the fuck out of my face kind of thing. But otherwise, he and I have never really had a lot of problems. So um, we're very nice to each other and we talk through things. Um, so yeah, I, th I think that, if anything, we've gotten better at communicating. Um, I think we're a lot more honest with each other than we were before, because I think, at least for me on my end, I wouldn't necessarily say if something was bugging me, because I don't want to hurt his feelings, because I'm very passive. I'm trying to work on and I don't I'm trying not to work on being passive-aggressive by mistake which I found in the past I, I have been um which isn't nice to do to anyone but especially not the person that you're dating so I feel like I'm a lot more upfront and honest with my emotions and so is he so it's it's been really nice and we're we're celebrating our first anniversary next week which is exciting I don't know what we're gonna do yet but I think it's going to be a blast, and hopefully he never breaks up with me. Um, so yeah, my my romantic relationship has, has changed for sure for the better. Not too much, but I think it, it's constantly improving, which is nice. I think in terms of my other relationships with uh, my friendships, I have lost a few people since uh, quarantine has started or isolation has started, but I think that those relationships were a long time coming and I think I've definitely been maintaining some friendships out of a weird obligation because it's hard when you want to break up with someone you're dating you can just say I don't want to date you 
but how do you tell someone, I don't want to be your friend anymore? Like, it's a really awkward thing to do. So that's what makes a pandemic so perfect, is there's no, you can't see them. You don't have to, like, you know, check up on them. (laughs) I mean, you could, but you know what I mean. So, yeah, I've, oh, sorry, so sorry, guys. Um, I have fallen out of touch with a few people, but I think that was probably for the best you're not going to match up with everyone and people can outgrow each other and that's all fine and well. Um, I've been talking to my family a lot more. I try to call my grandmother at least once a day. So yeah, my relationships, I feel very happy and grounded by the people in my life right now. And I've been feeling a lot more confident in my relationships and the people I surround myself with. Uh, which is a really good feeling because I haven't always felt like I've belonged in a group of people or a group of friends before, but now all of the people I have in my life I feel very comfortable with and um, appreciated by, and I appreciate them. So, yeah, my relationships have, have been great. I would love to know what you guys think or what your experiences have been, but... I don't know, I make make a lot of effort with my best friends and they make an effort with me and um, I've been, like, I call my family all the time. I talk to my sister every day, so, yeah, I don't know. I I truly am having a great time in uh, in this experience, which, which I feel so, so immensely guilty about because I know it's an international tragedy, but for me, I'm just trying to, Sorry, I burped a little bit. I'm trying to find the silver lining, okay? Don't take it away from me. Okay. Sorry, that was like a weirdly emotional response, but yeah. I'm going to move on to some other ones. Let's do a fun one, because the last one is a little not so fun. Uh, This one is from Molly. I'm going to name you. Molly is Liam's sister. And Molly, love you, girl, but you can't lie to your brother Liam. Okay? Everyone, tell Molly, don't lie to your brother, okay? Here's her question. She told me not to tell Liam, but um, she should know that we share the Two Cents Pod account, so um, he can check whenever he, he likes. So here's the question. How do I tell my parents about my secret tattoo? Okay. First of all, I respect it. Okay, there's nothing like a rebellious soul to get me going, okay? I did do the same thing when I was younger. My mom has always been very strict about tattoos, piercings, hair dyes. She's never liked any of it. So um, when I got my first tattoo, I got it when I was, I think, 18. And I hid it from her for like a year and a half. Uh, keep in mind, it's pretty small. And um, she she doesn't live near me, but... Like, a year and a half ago at my cousin's wedding, um, we were sitting at a table, and there's... I have three siblings. No, there's three of us. I have two. I'm so stupid. And we had a big table with all my extended family. <laughs> and then my sister said to my mom out of nowhere, like a like a complete jackass, and she knew I wanted to keep it a secret from my mom because I tell her things, which I guess I won't after this. Um, like a complete jackass, she looked at my mom and said... Uh, hey, am I your favorite child now because I'm the only one who doesn't have a tattoo? And my mom says, what? Jillian doesn't have a, what the, hey? 
she didn't say it exactly like that, but that was, but she connected the dots pretty quickly, and then I, I felt really bad because she actually turned out to not care so much, but was pretty offended that I lied to her for almost two years, which, uh, sorry, Mom, never, I will never do it again. I've truly grown out of the phase of uh, lying to my mom, which, um, Molly, that's what I was. I would suggest to you is out of all the people in the world, your mom, for most, in most cases, and I know Liam and Molly's mom, she's a wonderful, wonderful lady. In most people's cases, I think they can say that their mom is genuinely on their team. Okay, which not everyone in your life is going to be. And I feel like with something as inconsequential as a tattoo, your mom's going to be mad if she's going to be mad for like a day. Why can't you just be like, hey Sarah, got a tattoo. If you don't like it, don't know what to tell you. It's on me until I die. There, she can't really be mad at you for something that literally can never change. I mean, it can, but you get what I mean. Um, you, I guess you could get it removed. Say, hey, mom, got a tattoo. If you pay for me to get it removed, I'll do it. Otherwise, I'm keeping it. Most of the time, in my opinion, mom, moms are cool. Um, and most of the time, they want to know what's going on in your life. So I would say, this episode is so... I don't think I've ever been this genuine in my life. I think it's... Um, I miss Liam. Liam's so goofy. We balance, we balance each other out well. Um, if Liam weren't on this podcast, I would literally probably be crying every single episode. Um, I'm just an empath, I guess. I'm just getting super gross to say that, huh? You know the people who, like, call themselves empaths and are like, I'm so empathetic, are the meanest people? Do you know what I mean? Anyway. And now we have one final question. I'm going to keep this one anonymous because I feel like they wouldn't appreciate me saying it. Sorry, what was that word? I feel like they wouldn't appreciate me saying it out loud. But the question is, I think I might have an unhealthy obsession with my ex. I can't seem to let things go. Which, not a question, but that's okay. I can still try to help you out. Um, yeah, unhealthy obsession with someone you used to date. Um, hello, me? There's too, like, too much me going on. Do you know what I mean? Um, no, that was so stupid, and I hated that I said that, but I feel like I've been there loads of times where when things end, you can't accept it, and you get a little bit obsessive, but my advice would be, if you are obsessed with an ex, like, obsessed, if we're talking, like, a real obsession, then the relationship was not healthy, there should never be an obsession with a with a healthy relationship. It should be even and mutual and uh, built on something healthy and sustainable, not obsession, which is usually just infatuation with layers around it. But so yeah, I don't. I think that if you're still obsessed with your ex, the relationship itself probably wasn't too great. And there's a good reason why it was over. And I know, I knew this couple, and let me tell you, good reason that it's over, okay? Um, no offense, wasn't a fan. Um, but yeah, I would just, I feel like 
I did have a relationship that was actually pretty brief. I dated this person twice. I dated them for one summer. We broke up uh, at the end of the summer, and then we dated. We, like, reconnected the following spring, and then kind of dates, like, saw each other throughout the summer, and it was really messy and weird. Um, And I would say, like, that I became obsessive a little bit about the relationship, and I had this, like, crazy idea not crazy, like, I wasn't insane, but I did have a very persistent idea that we were gonna get back together again until I realized, like, if things were meant to work out, they would have worked out. If you are constantly getting back together and breaking up, I would say every couple is allowed to break up once, and then if you get to back back together and split up again, go your separate ways. (laughs) Um, But couples and people who are meant to be, like, together in friendship or in, like, an intimate relationship, you shouldn't have to, like, push them away and then pull them back constantly. If they're there to stay, they will be there to stay. And you won't need to obsess over them being gone because they won't be gone. And if you can feel this much intensity over what was a bad relationship and probably wasn't very healthy imagine how intensely you can feel about something that is good for you and how good you'll feel when that happens and 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 being obsessed with something isn't a good feeling so I think that speaks volumes to the relationship even after it's over it's still making you feel bad there's probably a good reason why it's over you know Also realize that this obsession has so much more to do with you than it does with that person. That person is nothing special. They don't have any um, leverage over you or anyone else who you might want to date in the future. It's just that maybe you're scared you won't find the same thing with someone else, um, which you will for sure. Maybe some of your own insecurities that are playing out as an attraction to this person but I find most of the time unless you're in like a really shitty relationship and two people can be shitty to each other but I do find that most of the bad relationships I've had have come mostly from me having an issue with myself and how I expect to be treated and how I communicate that to the other person I would say kind of sit back Really look at your relationship, wonder if that's how you want to live your life and that sort of tumultuous back and forth, back together, on and off again sort of dynamic and if that's healthy and in the fallout of that, if that's what you want to live with. If you can live with like being obsessed over someone, it sucks to sit there and wonder what they're doing and who they're talking to and stalking their social media incessantly to see if they're liking people's pictures like I've been there it's insane just sitting in your bedroom at like midnight and you burst into tears because you think you're a crazy person that's the worst feeling ever and now I'm projecting but I've definitely been there before so yeah I wouldn't sweat it It happens to the best of us but also kind of just like move on bucko like it's time it's time to get back out there obviously you can't right now but like get back on bumble get back on what is that bagel one i don't know whatever whatever your fancy is meet someone else who you'll have healthy feelings for 
like I do with Trevor. And we're going to get married. Mark my freaking words, okay? Anyway, I feel like I've rambled enough. um, And I'm actually kind of like out of breath right now. Which I don't know every single time I record a podcast that happens. But yeah, I think I'm going to go. Liam's going to record his little thingy soon. And sure, it's all going to be awesome. You can send him questions or you can send me questions for the next time. I'll probably do this in the next week and a half or so or whatever. I hope everyone's uh, keeping safe and uh, just rocking out. And just so you know, when this is all over, I'm going to be stronger than all of you. Okay, bye.